I can look out of my window and see some dinosaur tracks in my garden. Dinosaur tracks embedded in shale and stone. I purchased those dinosaur tracks from the Peabody Museum of Yale University, and I have a letter from the curator of the Peabody Museum saying that those tracks were made 180 million years ago. Even a Mongolian idiot wouldn't dream of trying to go back 180 million years to change those tracks. Yet, that would not be any more foolish than worrying because we can go back and change what happened 180 seconds ago. And a lot of us are doing just that. To be sure, we may do something to modify the effects of what happened 180 seconds ago, but we can't possibly change the event that occurred then. There is only one way on God's green footstool that the past can be constructed, and that is by calmly analyzing our past mistakes and profiting by them, and forgetting them. I know that is true, but have I always had the courage and sense to do it? To answer that question, let me tell you about a fantastic experience I had years ago. I let more than $300,000 slip through my fingers without making a penny's profit. It happened like this. I launched a large-scale enterprise in adult education, opened branches in various cities, and spent money lavishly in overhead and advertising. I was so busy with teaching that I had neither the time nor the desire to look after finances. I was too naive to realize that I needed an astute business manager to watch expenses. Finally, after about a year, I discovered a sobering and shocking truth. I discovered that in spite of our enormous intake, we had not netted any profit whatever. After discovering that, I should have done two things. First, I should have had the sense to do what George Washington Carver did when he lost $40,000 in the bank crash, the savings of a lifetime. When someone asked him if he knew he was bankrupt, he replied, yes, I heard, and went on with his teaching. He wiped the loss out of his mind so completely that he never mentioned it again. Here's the second thing I should have done. I should have analyzed my mistakes and learned a lasting lesson. But frankly, I didn't do either one of those things. Instead, I went into a tailspin of worry. For months, I was in a daze. I lost sleep and I lost weight. Instead of learning a lesson from this enormous mistake, I went right ahead and did the same thing again on a smaller scale. It is embarrassing for me to admit all this stupidity, but I discovered long ago that it is easier to teach 20 what were good to be done than to be one of the 20 to follow my own teaching. How I wish that I had had the privilege of attending the George Washington High School here in New York and studying under Paul Brandwine, the same teacher who taught Alan Saunders of New York. 